0: Chronic venous disease, also known as CBD, is very common, but it often goes under or undiagnosed, mainly due to the fact that the signs and symptoms resemble so many other things. And joining me today to help us better understand CBD is Dr. Tejas Shaw. He's a vascular surgeon with Amita Health. This is Vital Signs from Amita Health. I'm Scott Webb. Doctor, thanks so much for your time today. You know, I know American doctors diagnose upwards of 200,000 venous disease cases each year, Yet some scholars feel that chronic venous disease, CBD, is frequently overlooked during regular checkup visits. Why do you think that is?
1: One of the biggest reasons for underdiagnosis of chronic venous disease is because a lot of the symptoms related to venous disease are crosshatched with other possible causes uh, of those symptoms. Typical symptoms of chronic venous disease include achiness of the legs, Particularly at the end of the day, tiredness, itching, burning, and these symptoms can mimic other disease processes, including musculoskeletal processes. And with that, oftentimes doctors and providers will look at other diseases first, but chronic venous disease is quite common in the United States and affects a significant portion of the population. And for that reason, it's one of those diseases that is treatable, yet overlooked due to its masking of symptoms that are very similar to other diseases out there.
0: Yeah, I see what you mean, and I'm sure that's one of the challenges for doctors is that a lot of the symptoms, the signs and symptoms that we have mimic other things, right? So what are the most common manifestations of CVD, and how do they impact patients long-term if the disease goes untreated?
1: The most common symptoms and manifestations of chronic venous disease does include feeling really achy and tired at the end of the day. That's the classic sign and symptom. And the typical patient that comes to my office is a man or a woman who's just complaining of pain, usually after having a long day of standing at work or doing activities. And they come home and they put their legs up on the table or on the sofa or on an ottoman, and it really helps them with their symptoms. They feel better. And they notice that kind of of classically really helps. There are other signs and symptoms that are more subtle and, and not so typical, but those include things like burning and itching and swelling, and these are signs that are often very classic for venous disease or sort of harbingers of venous disease as well. When venous disease goes untreated, its long-term manifestations include essentially a worsening of your symptoms, and really it's a quality of life issue. Most of the time, venous disease is not deadly like a cancer or heart disease and things of that nature, but it severely impacts people's quality of life. If you can't walk with the same kind of uh, spring in your step and feel good about it, it's going to impact what you do and how you do it. Your ability to enjoy life, enjoy the things that you normally do, a golf game, going out and having a walk is severely impacted and therefore that affects what you do. And all of that sort of snowballs to become further and further debilitating for people. In its worst forms, you can get cellulitis, which is essentially a skin infection, and ulcers when it goes uh, unnoticed for years and years.
0: Yeah, so it sounds like a good conversation with patients, uh, sort of a patient history, them being sort of conscious, cognizant of the fact that, yeah, so when I experience these symptoms and I put my legs up at home, then I feel better, right? So that would be good information for their providers to have. But on top of that, besides just patient history, anecdotal as it may be, what are some of the imaging and other diagnostic options and evaluations that you have? Do you recommend one or the other? And if so, why?
1: The good news about chronic venous disease is that it's very easily diagnosed through simple studies, particularly with ultrasound. So essentially, an easy ultrasound test, which is non-invasive, no radiation risk and done relatively quickly and routinely can help diagnose the vast majority of venous disease out there, including DVTs or deep vein thrombosis, reflux in the veins, which means where the veins kind of are allowing blood to collect down instead of going back up towards the heart. And all of this can be diagnosed fairly quickly and efficiently with an ultrasound, which is readily available in most areas.
0: Yeah, and I'm sure there have been some trends just in general in CBD. We talked about it's often overlooked and and the reasons why. So what trends have you observed in the medical treatment of CBD?
1: The treatment has really uh, taken great leaps. Now that we are much more uh, aware of it, one of the mainstays of treatment of venous disease in terms of its medical therapy includes compression with compression stockings and leg elevation. Oftentimes, those two easy things can help 80% of the people out there with venous disease, which is a big number. Yeah. And what helps in Doing those medical therapies is to get the right fitted stockings with the right kind of pressure to be able to mimic the essential functions of the veins back again. Leg elevation is also key. I often tell my patients a sort of a quick, uh, easy way of remembering how high and, and how often is you know, tips of the toes above the nose, and you do it only at night. And so you pretty much elevate your legs pretty high up every evening, basically whenever you go to sleep, and you wear compression stockings during the day. And like I said, those two things with medical therapy really helps a vast majority of patients with venous disease.
0: I love that. Tips of the toes above the nose. I'm going to be saying that to myself all day today. Tips of the toes above the nose. That's awesome. Yeah. (laughs) Tell us about the therapy guidelines for advanced CBD and how these treatment options You know, going back to that quality of life that you talked about before, how those treatment options really do improve quality of life.
1: Once patients have essentially tried and failed medical therapy, then there are other advanced ways of fixing their venous disease depending on where their disease is located. Nowadays, we use minimally invasive techniques including um, laser therapy, radiofrequency ablation, and sclerotherapy using chemical agents to burn away those incompetent or veins that are just not doing the job that they're supposed to and to allow for the blood to return through uh, better working more competent veins to make the legs much more efficient, essentially. So it's sort of like improving the efficiency of the quote-unquote engine of your legs. And through these minimally invasive, often 20 or 30-minute procedures that can be done as an outpatient, patients feel almost immediately better. Most can go back to work the same day, if not the very next day, and it totally changes their outlook and their quality of their life. For more advanced disease, there are more moderately invasive options where we can take intraoperative cameras, sort of what's called intravascular ultrasounds, where we take very careful pictures inside the veins to evaluate them to look for more advanced uh, deeper venous disease, if necessary, depending on what the patient has. And so I'm really excited about where venous therapy has gone in the last several years because we know a lot more now about how a simple blood clot, if you would, can affect somebody's quality of life five or 10 years down the line, because it used to be that we would tell patients to just take some blood thinners and see in the morning type of thing. But nowadays, we're being much more aggressive about treating blood clots and things of that nature, because we know that the uh, long-term consequences of chronic venous disease does exist. And so therefore, we try to really aggressively treat them when necessary.
0: Yeah, that's good to hear. And you and I were discussing before we got rolling here just how amazing science and medicine is and how quickly things change. And this has been really educational today, doctor, and you stay well. Thank you. For more information, go to amitahealth.org pro. This is Vital Signs from Amita Health. I'm Scott Webb. Stay well.